Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Welcome back to another podcast. I am literally so sad, but also super freaking happy at the same time because I realized that this is the last podcast episode for 2021. Y'all, we've been doing this for a whole year. I started this podcast around this time last year, and I'm just amazed. So this is the reason why. We're going to talk about New Year resolutions today because when you're listening to this in a couple days here, it's going to be the new year. You're going to feel excited. You're going to feel motivated, especially if you have a weight loss goal in mind. And I want to make sure that you know what to avoid in order to reach your goals, right? Because a lot of the times, if you are not thinking about reasons why new year resolutions fail in the first place you're really setting yourself up to not achieve it again and i want to make sure that you feel so confident in your weight loss goals this year that you do it because 2022 is going to be your year and i'm so so freaking excited because it's it's just going to be like one of the most amazing things ever and so with that i'm going to give y'all four mistakes to avoid if you have a weight loss New Year resolution goal so that you can start off the right track, okay? And the first mistake is setting unrealistic expectations of your weight loss goal. And what I mean by this is like, if you were setting a goal of losing 20 pounds, 30, 40, 50, whatever that number is, make sure that it makes sense based off of your current body right now and how much you weigh. A lot of the times you might be picking a number that isn't really healthy for you, especially if you don't have a lot to lose. And you might be picking a number that might be too extreme for you, even if you have a lot to lose, right? And so it can go both ways. And so something that I want you to keep in mind is that if you have a number, make sure that you're aiming for either 10% of your body weight or one to one and a half pound a week. And you being able to see that, that's exactly what a healthy weight loss is. Now, obviously not everybody can lose one pound a week, depending on how their current body type is. If you're more on the leaner side, it's going to take some time for you to lose more weight because you don't have a lot to lose and you want to do it in a way that's safe where you're not losing all of your muscles because your muscles is what keeps you having high metabolism. And so kind of keep the one to one and a half pound in mind, but don't tie yourself to it if you don't meet it, right? Just know that that's usually the average and it's just a way to help you measure. So I go into this whole of like unrealistic expectations 
because a lot of times you're trying to set these big goals and you don't even realize that like it might not be the best thing for your current body. And so that's why I love starting with something very small because it helps you kind of like test the waters and see if that's what you want and then you can aim for more later on, right? So for example, if one of your goals right now is 50 pounds, you can aim for 10 pounds first and then the next 10 pound and then kind of see where you're at after you've lost 20 pounds to see if you still want to go to 50 pounds. Now, if you're like, my goal is 20 pounds, maybe you start off with five pound and then another five pound and kind of go from there. But allowing yourself to kind of break those goals into smaller goals so that you're not like overwhelmed with this unrealistic expectation in your mind and then not doing anything about it. Like one of the biggest mistakes that I often see is like when you have such unrealistic expectations, you don't break your goals into monthly goals and then you don't have a way to track like how you're doing. So for example, if you want to lose 20 pounds by June of 2022, and if you break that into monthly pounds, right, you technically have to start losing three pounds in January, February, March, April, May, and then June. And so when you can break it down like that, it really helps you see that like, okay, January, we're just focused on the three pounds. We're focused on what is going to help us get there by changing our eating habits, by maybe adding in some walking movements throughout the day, but your mind is not constantly on the 20 pound, which is not going to overwhelm you because you're not thinking about the ultimate goal. You're breaking it smaller and it feels a lot more simple and doable. And I do this a lot with my private clients that creates such huge success for them because many of them want to lose over like 20 to 25 pounds. And we never like set the goal of like just having them have the 20 or 25 pound in their mind. It's always like, let's take it three pounds a month. Let's do it five pounds at a time. And that gives them something to grasp on and feel good. And like, just focus on that for the month so that they're not like spinning out about, oh my gosh, I'm not at the 20 pounds yet. I'm not at the 25 pounds yet. And like a couple of weeks has gone by, right? Like doing this will help you trust the process and help you stay in the present moment versus worrying about the future of thinking that it's never going to get here because the goal is too big. That's basically what I'm talking about when I'm referring to like unrealistic expectations, right? It's like allowing that to constantly be in your head and not doing anything about it in the present moment. And so it is very easy to do this at the beginning because you have all the hype from the new years, right? You have a lot of emotions in your body. You have all the high positive feelings. And sometimes it can lead you to aiming for a very big result. But you also have to make sure that you're thinking very logically on how it's going to happen and breaking it down into each month so that you can see that that's exactly what you need to do to get there. And if you can get yourself to see your big goals broken down into smaller goals, it's going to help you a ton. Okay. And the best part about that too is like, let's say you have to lose three pounds by January. If January comes around and you haven't lost three pounds, then you can really reflect on why that didn't happen and get back on track versus, oh, well, like January was a hot mess. It didn't work out. And so 
I don't know what to do now. Right. And then you're kind of like, well, we still have a lot of time. So let's just keep stalling the time and wait until it's closer to the end of the year to lose weight. That's exactly why you want to pick a deadline and they kind of work backwards in terms of like breaking your goals into monthly goals. That's how I got three pounds in January because I'm making the example of like, let's say you want to lose 20 pounds by June. So I just really hope that that helps you. Like that's the number one mistake is just setting unrealistic goals and not really seeing the big picture and then breaking it down to a smaller picture so that you can take it as something tangible and do something with it and reflect what you've done. The second mistake is like trying to implement more than one new thing at a time. Like I see this so often and I even bring this up because I've done this myself, y'all. Like I've done this, so I know how it is. Like I remember doing insanity six times a week and like eating under 1200 calories, like changing my whole entire diet, right? All because of the new year and it didn't last. Like I did like a good three months with it, but afterwards I just kind of went back to like binging and just like eating a lot of the foods that I was craving because the change was too extreme. So this is really important to help you see that like if you have one new thing in mind that you really want to implement just do that one thing first and give it a couple months like two months to implement that new thing before you add another thing on top of it whether that is a new diet or a new workout plan just focus on one thing and if you listen to this podcast you probably hear me talk a lot about when you're beginning this weight loss journey, you don't have to do both the nutrition and the workouts. Pick the one that is the most pressing to you that you feel like needs the most intention right now and find something that is going to help you in those areas, right? So for example, if you know that you tend to overeat a lot or you're an emotional eater, maybe what works best for you is focusing on your eating habits first before trying to hop on a really crazy exercise regimen, right? Versus if you're not really a snacker, you just need some structure in your meals in order for you to help you stay on track, like having breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Maybe your focus is getting stronger and you probably can aim for doing the new workout plan instead, right? But really understand what your needs are and go from there because you don't need to do both of them to lose weight. Like whenever I coach my private clients, we always start off with nutrition because usually a lot of the overeating, emotional eating is causing a lot of the snacking, sweet cravings, and the excess amount of calories is what's creating the weight gain over time. And so we really tackle that first and we focus on the first month of just doing that. And when we dive deep into that, my clients lose like five pounds, just focusing on their nutrition, not even thinking about trying to work out right away or try to like work out six, seven times a week, right? Like they're literally just focusing on being present with their food, like not multitasking, keeping track of what they're eating by taking food photos and really stopping right when they're full, not to the point where like they're stuffed. And like just those three things in general goes a long way. So I'm saying this to say that like you don't need the new diet and the new workout plan right on New Year's Day. Pick one that you feel that is the most pressing and roll with it for a couple months. And you will see 
that it has become a habit and then you can add another thing on top of it. Like if I could redo my new year resolution again, eight years ago, I would have done this. I would have just done insanity, ate whatever I wanted, like at the time without being on the strict diet and see where that took me. Right. And, and quite honestly, if I did do it that way, I probably would have gained more muscles anyways, because I was getting stronger in insanity, but like, I didn't have enough fuel from the food in order to help keep me building muscle that was going to help create a higher metabolism over the couple months or years to go on. Right. So like, if I were to redo it again, like that's what I would do. And I would just focus on the workouts first because nutrition wasn't really a big thing for me until I started restricting. And then I started having like these emotional eating and binging cycle. So like, think about that for you. The more time you give yourself to implement one new thing, the less overwhelmed you'll be. And the best part is like, you can keep up with the change and you will be consistent in it. And that's what you want. Like what's going to create this weight loss goal is you being consistent in it, not you being perfect at everything that you try and do or like trying to do more. And another thing that I would add on to this too is like, I know that you can feel very motivated and excited at the beginning of your journey when January 1st hits, right? But keep in mind that it's so crucial for you to give yourself a transition plan right after the holidays. So if you listen to my last podcast episode, I think it was episode 28 about the holidays. I talk about how like, if you try to like jump right onto your goals right away and like run fast and just get to it right away, sometimes you're not giving yourself enough time to process everything that has happened with the family and friends and all the foods that you've ate. And you're going so fast that you're not allowing yourself to just take a moment and pause and really think logically, like that can actually cause you to quit a lot faster because you feel so overwhelmed with trying to do so many things at once, right? And so it's important for you to keep a transition plan in mind, even after the new year, it's just like, okay, maybe the first two weeks of January, I'm just gonna like reflect for the past year 2021 see what didn't work for me see what worked see what I did try to do and failed at and why didn't I go through with it and really take the time to see like what was the reason why you failed at your goals what was the reason why you succeed in your goals and then from there kind of set up a plan on how you want to move forward with this weight loss thing with however many pounds you want to lose because that is going to mean everything for you And I'm just like so pumped for this transition period because y'all, like I take this transition period so seriously that I booked a two-day hotel, like a suite for me to like just reflect 2021, really think about my goals for 2022 and like setting that time just to be by myself because I know that I need that transition period before I just kind of jump the gun and just like do everything, right? Because it's so important to kind of see what's working, what's not working, so that you don't repeat the same failures. You keep doing what's working for you. So I just want to add that there for you. Like, I'm not just telling you to do this. I'm actually doing it myself as well. The third mistake is focusing too much on the physical part of it and ignoring all the behavioral changes that come with the weight loss journey. Y'all, I know, 
I know that you are very impatient and you just want to like get skinny. You just want to look a certain way. You just want to feel hot and confident. And you're like, oh, like, I just want to get that body right now. Right. Like, I understand that urgency. I understand the rushing because I've been there and it sucks. Right. But here's the thing. If you're just so focused on just the way you look in this journey, it's not going to last and it's not going to be fun because you're going to miss out on all the other things that is going to create that in the end. And what I mean by this is like when you pay attention to the behavior changes that you create in this weight loss journey, you actually get more excited because you become a different person. So like I have a private client right now. She literally lost five pounds, right? In the, within the first month and her behavior has changed so much. Like she is stopping herself before she grabs a chocolate bar when she's stressed. And she's realizing that like, she's not going to finish the food if she's full and it's okay to throw the extra stuff away. Cause it's not like she's trying to waste the food on purpose and then she's also drinking more water she's taking more walks outside and she's really talking nicer to herself and that is everything even though when she looks in the mirror five pounds is off the scale right but she might not see that big of a difference she feels a big difference in her body because she's no longer binging she's no longer going to chocolates because she's stressed out. She's handling her stress through walking. And she's also not beating herself up for every single time she fails, right? I'm saying fail with quote unquote, right? Because you always learn from your failure. Like that is focusing on the behavioral changes that's happening. And when you realize that, you're going to feel different. And then that's what's going to create you looking different overall. So I just want you to take a moment and think about when was the last time you really just focused on your behavioral changes through this weight loss journey? And if the answer is no, that's probably what you're missing out on. That is literally keeping you away from losing weight for good. Because thinking about how you look is always going to not motivate you because you're not going to see a change every single day. You literally see yourself in the mirror every day. You're not going to be able to pinpoint exactly where the weight loss happens. But that's why I always say it's important for you to take pictures, but not feel attached to all of the pictures, the measurements and the pounds, because what you can measure every day is your behavior, how you're talking to yourself, how you're eating, the foods that you're picking on your plate, whether you choose to binge or whether you choose to not binge, whether you choose to restrict or whether you choose to have a better experience with the foods that you like by having portion control. Like that's the type of stuff that is literally everything that's going to help you get to the ultimate way goal, whatever that is for you. And so shift your focus this year, shift that focus to think about the behavior changes that you want to implement. And maybe that means instead of setting like, I want to lose 20 pounds by June, 2022, maybe that is, I also want to make sure that I only eat one plate every single time I have my breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like set both physical and behavior goals because both of them complement each other and they both help you and I have a podcast episode on this if you want in a depth detail on like what is a behavior goal versus a physical goal and like 
the different examples that I provide for you. It's so, so freaking good. Okay. And then the fourth mistake that I see is not trusting the process. This is so huge. When I ask my clients, like at the end of our time together, after they're done with the six month one-on-one coaching program, their biggest takeaway is always like, oh, they just trust the process and they kept going. And it got me thinking like, what does that actually mean? And like, how do you know if you're trusting the process? And oftentimes it can get kind of like woo-woo, right? You're like, I don't know. Like, am I trusting the process or am I doubting myself and all of that? And I just want you to think about like trusting the process as are you celebrating everything that you've achieved up to this point? Are you making everything a big deal or are you just kind of like brushing it off your shoulders? Like, oh, like that's just something like that's just too little. Like it's whatever. Like I'm not at the five pound yet. So this doesn't matter anyways, right? Like, are you doing that? Because if you're brushing off every little accomplishments that you've created, you're not trusting the process and you're not helping your brain and your body see that like what you're doing is working. And I actually have like a trust framework that I walk through with my clients. And it's about like literally the T stands for tracking your wins and accomplishments every single month, whether they're physical goals or behavior, right? Like literally tracking anything that you're like, this is a win. Like I stopped eating chocolate after the second bite. I did not have pie for dessert. I drank a gallon of water, right? I took 10,000 steps today. I only had one plate, like all of those are wins. And when you keep bringing those type of evidence back to your brain, you will start to believe that like it is working and you're going to keep going and nothing can really stop you, right? Because you're seeing the difference in how you feel. And if, and if you can see the difference in how you feel, you will see the difference in how you look eventually. And that's how you know you're really, really trusting the process is if you're celebrating everything if you're not celebrating that means you don't trust the process and you're kind of impatient and you're just like this doesn't matter until I get to the end goal that my friend is not gonna last that's why it didn't work out so I just want you to like know that right celebrate everything now these are the four mistakes that I want to leave you with as we are ending 2021 because if you can avoid these four things that I mentioned you will find success in your weight loss journey. You will find yourself to feel better while reaching the goal versus waiting until you reach the goal to feel better. And you will just enjoy the process even more. You'll trust yourself in your decisions and you'll make yourself be a big deal. And that's how you'll make it through 2022. And so if you know someone who's been struggling with weight loss, send them this podcast episode so they can not do these mistakes and achieve their goal this year. And if you want to join me to lose weight in 2022, join my six-month one-on-one coaching program. This is where I help you lose 20 pounds without dieting. And I help you feel confident in keeping the weight off so that you don't ever have to do it again. And so if you want more information on that, check the link in the show notes below. But until then, I'll talk to you 
next year. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to take this work deeper, join my one-on-one coaching program where I can help you lose weight and eat foods you actually like while helping you build a consistent routine where you no longer fall off on the weekends. To apply, visit www.superly.com to book a call with me. But other than that, I will talk to you next.